ladies and gentlemen, live from the studios of LPU Calvite. And you're listening to ABC Talks. To give you guys a brief introduction about this episode, our next segment will focus on a Philippine fictional short story. A short story which will focus on Philippine mythology, legends, and folklores. Now, this is interesting. It surely is. Now, for our first story, or should I say our only story, this is titled Indrapatra and Sulaiman. The story focuses on two demigod brothers that maintain peace and prosperity among the island of Maguindanao and its people. But sooner or later, due to the ignorance and greed of the people that led to the war against brothers, Batala was disappointed and bestowed punishment among them by attempting to destroy the entire island. And it's up to Indrapatra and Suleiman to restore peace among the people and prevent the island from being destroyed. Seems intense. But before we start, what does the word demigod mean? Well, according to the mythological term, demigod means half human and half god. That's correct. When a god takes on a human form and bears an offspring with a mortal, that offspring will take on a human form with godly powers such as exceptional strength or the ability to fly and many more. Oh, I wish I was a demigod. <laughs> Kidding aside, shall we proceed with the story? I suppose we should. And now, without further ado, Indrapatra and Sulaiman. In the far distant island of Magiganao, two tribes of mountain origin, one led by Indarapatra in the north, and the other one led by his younger brother Sulaiman in the south, were peacefully living together, sharing the same natural resources that the island has to offer. Until one day, Sulaiman, with his power of flight, flew to the summit of the highest mountain in the island where Indarapatra, his old brother, set up his home, Sulaiman confronts his brother for there was a commotion brewing among the tribes. Greetings, Indarapatra. Sulaiman, my brother, what has brought you here? I have come to talk about the tribes. Well, what about them? It bothers me that the people have become restless and rebellious against each other. I know that we have countless things going on between our tribes, but this time I think it has turned out for the worse. Is that so? Have a seat, young brother, and tell me more. The brothers took a seat and discussed the matters regarding Suleiman's observations of the two tribes. It seems that the northern tribe, the one woven by Indapatra, was plotting against the southern tribe, which is under Suleiman's care. So, the northern tribe wants to take over the southern part of the island as well? But what about the agreement that was made between the tribes? That not one of each tribe crosses the border that was set for the right of land? If it were to be disregarded, it will mean colonization and war will surely be brought among them. You're right. That's exactly why I'm here. And all of what you have said will be true unless we do something about it. 
If only you were more hands-on and attentive with your people, uh... Wait, are you saying that it's my fault that my people are acting this way? Watch your words, young brother. Uh, I suppose it is your fault, brother. For all you did was hide yourself in this mountain of yours. Maybe your people doesn't even know who you are anymore. And in my absence, look who has gotten full of himself. How long has it been since our last brotherly quarrel? Ten? Fifteen years? And how many fights have you won against me? That's right. None. Well, maybe this will be the first. Are you challenging me, brother? You lack the strength. All you do is fly and evade as I hurl boulders that are a thousand times bigger than me. You don't stand a chance. And all you do is run your mouth without using your head. You just rely on your exceptional superhuman strength. Enough of this, and get out of my sight. Prepare your best men. For tonight, when the sun is about to set, I'll see you at war. How ironic. I thought this is just between our people. It turns out, <laughs> we'll be dragged into this fight as well. And it might as well be our last, for I am willing to end this, even if it means ending the life of my very own brother. I can't believe that you're willing to go that far. War truly is inevitable, and it has corrupted you. One shall stand, one shall fall, brother. So Lyman left and flew down the mountain, while Antarapatra was left in disbelief that he has to face his own brother in war, and without even knowing, Matala, their father, was looking down from the skies, from his kingdom of above, arranged on how his son act and has blocked his own section for their foolishness. As a day nearly comes to an end, Entarapatra and Suleiman prepares their men to fight for dominance over the other, and as the sun was about to set, the two forces meet by this shoreline. Entarapatra Building his huge battle axe that amplifies his Herculean strength, and Solomon with his sword and shield, as well as a bow and arrow tied up to his back. The two had a stare down, having a final exchange of words. The two had a stare down, having a final exchange of words before they decisive. So, it has finally come to this, huh, brother? I suppose it does, little brother. But before anything else, I would like to make a proposal. What is it? Make it quick, brother. Take it easy, little brother. You'll get your beating soon enough. Now listen, how about we leave the people out of this? Let this war be just between the two of us. I'm listening. If I win, your tribe will be banished from this island for a century, as well as yourself. That is, if you live to see that moment, which I doubt. And if I win? You won't. Don't be ridiculous. You won't win against me. You can't. Don't be delusional. Huh. The fight hasn't even started yet. Fine. Suit yourself. If you win, I'll leave this island and you won't ever see me again. As for my people, you can take them in as your own. We have a deal. Then let's get this over with. Don't go crying into the afterlife when I beat you to death. Whatever you say, brother. The two brothers approach each other face to face in point blank rage. 
staring each other down. So Lyman, with the calm and serious composure as always, and Indarapatra, being the organ one, smirks down on his younger brother. So Lyman, with the power of supersonic speed and flight, versus Indarapatra, a being of exceptional strength and an impenetrable skin. Who will emerge victorious? Just before the battle starts, the heavens open, laid up to a blinding luminosity in a familiar voice spoke to them. Stop this nonsense! Have you no shame on yourself? Stay out of this, father. You have no right to interfere. Huh. This is a feud between brothers. This need to be settled once and for all. We don't need you to get involved in we don't need you to get involved in this mess. Are you listening yourself? How dare you disrespect me? As punishment, I shall sing the length you stand on. You two should learn your place. This will also serve as a lesson. For your mortals, learn to abide by the rules and be thankful for what was bestowed upon you. The shining light disappeared, the heavens closed, and everybody were left clueless on what's gonna happen next. Little brother, you should evacuate the people. I have a bad feeling about this. What about you, brother? I'll wait for whatever father has in store for us. Suddenly, the earth started to rumble and the sea became wild and angry. The mountain that was once the home of Indarapatra suddenly exploded with violence revealing the beast that was awakened from this deep slumber from within the mountain. Not only that, the angry seas made a giant whirlpool which serves the second beast that was sent by Batala to rain dew over the island. Again, Batala spoke from the heavens. Meet Gunda and Arka, the spirit of the earth and of the sea. They will be the ones responsible for sinking your beloved island. Abandon all hope for those who challenge me. Go, little brother. Get the people to safety. I will buy you some time. So Lyman, you see superhuman speed to rescue all the people while Indarapatra was fending off the beast using his God-given strength and sturdiness. One swing from his axe can be heard through the old island, but the beast were too strong for him. To handle alone, he was beaten, mercilessly beaten down, as Batala humbles him by watching above the skies. By the time Suleiman came back from evacuating the people, Indarapatra was already down and dead, just as the beast were to attack Suleiman. He fell to his knees and pleaded for his father. Father, hear me. Then the bees halted and once more 
the skies open. Forgive us, Father, for we were consumed by our pride and hatred against each other. Please, do not destroy the island. Many innocent lives will die because of us too. You angered me. You stood up against me when all I wanted to do was to help you too with your brotherly quarrel. Now, because of your foolishness, your brother died. What's in store for you now, Suleiman? Now that your brother has left you. Bring Indrapatra back to life. I beg of you. I can do that with just a snap of the finger. But what's in it for me? Take away our God-given powers and our right to be called your son. We will live among the people and solve our problems the peaceful way. Just bring my brother back. Father, please. Very well. It seems fair to me. Thank you, Father. The skies cleared, the sea calmed. Aqua, the spirit of the sea, returned to the bottom of the ocean. While Grunda, the earth spirit, went back to his slumber once again. His body hardened and formed a new mountain as he witnessed the wonder of what his father can do. He didn't notice that Indarapatra was resurrected. What happened? I feel different. I made a deal with father. I pleaded that you will be resurrected in exchange of our talent. Why did you do that? You should have let me die. Without you, I wouldn't stand a chance against those beasts. And besides, you are my brother. Right, you wouldn't stand a chance without my fortitude. And now that our powers are gone, what now? We'll live as normal human beings. We will rebuild this land, unite the people, and prosper as one nation. You and me as brothers. How's that sound? Seems fine with me. Just before the skies close, Patala spoke. Remember, my sons, humility is the key. And the skies close, and Darapatra and Suleiman brought the people back to the island, made the two tribes establish a truce, and went to the leave as one tribe led by the two brothers. And as time flew, they became one of the most established groups of people around the world in their current time and all live harmoniously and peacefully. The end. Quite the story, huh? Right. It was, it was long yet intense. What's important is we all learned something from the story. I have one, and that is being respectful to your family. Everything can be done through reasoning and peaceful talks. True. And another one is humility. Being a humble person really makes life a lot easier. Right, because if you're a humble person, everyone will like you and will not hold grudges against you. Then I suppose it's time for us to wrap things up. Right, I completely agree. Thank you for tuning to us. Thank you once again for joining us here at ABC Talks. Stay tuned for the next segment of ABC Talks. 
This has been a presentation of my Hoyo Production.